Mr. Osman, let's start here. So your members of your um, fraternity have been accused of selling fake and expired goods to communities. What's your reaction to that? Um, well, um, thank you very much for the opportunity. Uh, we have been actually in the news and we have been in the media for quite some time. This is started not just yesterday. It started quite uh, long ago. And we said that maybe our members are selling uh, fake or counterfeit products, but where are they getting from? Because they don't have, they are talk shop owners, they have got businesses in the townships and informal settlements, and these products are buying from the well-known wholesalers actually in the country. It's probably uh, possible that some of those products may expire in their shelves, uh, which is going to be actually... Uh, for their actually laziness of actually checking the dates of the product or something like that. But when it comes to the fake product and counterfeit product is on the shelf, uh, it's impossible for them to have their at the backyard of their spaza uh, 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 shops and manufacture fake goods and, and counterfeit products. So the question we are asking also the entire South African communities and business owners and even the government is that where are these coming from uh, i'm baffled when you ask where are these coming from because the community is basically blaming the spaza shop owners for selling these yeah. goods and in certain instances there are so many uh, videos going around that have gone viral where community yeah. members have gone into these spaza shops removed stuff and uh, they've actually you know videoed this and with the shop owners uh, the shopkeepers with them removing that stuff and setting it alight in certain instances. So when you say you don't know where it's coming from, who should know? Uh, actually, the people who manufacture it should know where it comes from. And uh, the government also itself, uh, the department, health department inspectors also should know because they were supposed also to do this rather than uh, community themselves knowing. They need to go there and actually even search the shops who are selling counterfeit products and those who are found actually uh, committing such crimes should be dealt according to the law. Mr. Osman, you yeah. can't be serious. Are you saying to me right now that you take absolutely no responsibility for selling fake and counterfeit goods when your members are the ones who have these products on their shelves? What line of uh, responsibility, what level of responsibility are you willing to take for this situation? No, no, we are taking to take the responsibility of selling the fake products, those who have them on their shelves. But remember, uh, business owners may not differentiate the authentic products which have been produced by the owned companies or the fake news when they are in the market. Those shop owners, we are saying that they are buying from somebody, whether from the wholesalers or whether they are those people who are taking the product in for them, actually, and selling them to, uh, to deliver for them. You know, so the MEC is standing not, by. We are, not, we, are not, we are not actually uh, sidelining with the people who are selling fake products. And we are not supporting people to sell counterfeit products. But we are saying that they may not aware of where this is coming from when they are putting on their shelves. So they need to understand okay. we need to have some kind of educational actually activities 
which is coming from uh, the companies who actually produce the product. We need to also have uh, health inspectors who are actually visiting on a, a regular basis to those shops, in, informing even the traders that All right. they are selling Let informal products, asking them also, where are they getting from this kind of product? Where are they buying from? Mr. Osman, let me ask you a few quick questions because the MEC is standing by. Just two questions. Number one, okay. uh, do all your members have licenses for the tuck shops that they run? Yes, most of them. Majority of them have. I mean, so not all of them? For the last few years, yes. So not all? Yeah, most of the majority of them have. Because remember, people are coming in this particular industry on a daily basis. So there are people who are who have not yet even went uh, to get the licenses. So why are they operating if they don't have the licenses? They need to understand that. Before even they operate, they need to go to the relevant people to understand what kind of documents or what kind of actually licenses do they need to operate. Before they even no, do but the Mr. Osman, Mr. To, Osman, yeah. no, 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 yeah. you're being disingenuous because you can't say that you, as an organization, you know what the rules are, you know what yeah. needs to happen, so they can go to you and surely you can help them. So what is the responsibility of your organization in making sure that you monitor and you regulate how your uh, members actually do business? No, no, we do. We have been informing this and we have been educating our members. But remember, this is not only a Somali community members who are conducting this kind of businesses in the informal sector. You need to understand that quite a number of other nationalities, they are coming from Asia, other parts of Africa, not only us as a Somali community board. Mr. Osman, I'm going to leave it there with you because I've got the MEC and he has another engagement. So let's just cross over to him quickly. MEC for Gauteng Economic Development, Environment, Agriculture and Rural Development, Lebuhang Maile. MEC Maile, thanks so much for speaking to us this afternoon. Uh, thanks for having me and uh, good uh, afternoon to the listeners. Uh, Once again, a very tragic opportunity uh, for us to engage on this matter. Tragic because three people have unfortunately lost their lives. And uh, the, the, the community uh, people in South Africa are blaming government on the one hand, saying that government has been slow in responding to communities' concerns when they have raised these regarding fake and expired goods. What do you have to say to that? I want to firstly convey uh, condolences to the families that have lost their loved ones. And we also want to condemn the uh, violence uh, that we have seen. Um, and we want to call for calm. Uh, and uh, times like this, the playing game does not help uh, because we all have a responsibility. Some of the fake goods uh, and expert goods that have been sold. They're sold from premises that are owned by South Africans. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, most of uh, our foreign national uh, brothers and sisters are not uh, owning these properties. They are renting from, from our people. So selling fake and expired goods is an illegal activity. So as a owner of a property, you shouldn't allow illegal activity to take place. You must be able to alert the the authorities. But government has a responsibility as well. Through the Department of Health, uh, we must be constantly going to visit these uh, um, uh, shops and check if they uh, are operating according to acceptable health uh, standards. So we all have a responsibility. And I don't want to 
uh, defend government and say government uh, is doing well. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things we're doing, and maybe the question is, uh, is it enough? And are we moving with uh, the required speed? And perhaps no, and hence we have this uh, so we must also get our act together. Absolutely. And I think you've been kind, uh, Mr. Maile, here, because uh, as far as government is concerned and its duty and responsibility in this regard, quite apart from the fact that communities have been calling on government to intervene. I remember in 2011, I think it was as far back as then, where you had communities actually marching and, you know, trying to get government's attention on this matter. And very little has been done since then. The issue of health inspectors, once again, I spoke to the mayor of Eguruleni this morning on Morning Live, and I asked him, how many tuck shops are there in your area? He didn't know. Do you know how many tuck shops there are in Gauteng as a province? Yeah, uh, and and that's one of the challenges, uh, because remember, uh, uh, town planning is a primary uh, uh, function of the municipality. Okay, um, but but you see, so, Mister so, Mister Maile, yeah, when yeah, you don't know, uh, but but see, no, no, you no, you're no. going to another point because the yeah. point is you don't know how many tuck shops there are operating in Gauteng. Therefore, no, no. you don't, don't know. List. No, don't say we don't know. We're so, how many are there? Com- I might not have a comprehensive list uh, with me. Uh, now, uh, but there is a study we did through our agency, Housing Enterprise for Pell, and I can get that uh, information for you. But what I wanted to explain to you is that it's important that we work uh, in a very coordinated manner because there's things that municipalities must do, there's things that we can do as a province, and there's things that national can do. You know, so to just say no, you don't know, and all that. Uh, let's look at the matter um, in context. But I agree with you because it's not just about knowing how many other shops are there. It's also an issue of national security. If you have people in our township that we don't know who are, who are they, where are they coming from, um, we can't uh, sit on our Lawrence government and relax. Uh, is there something uh, wrong? Uh, starting with our border, not just uh, uh, when they are in here, you know. So I just had a conversation with Mr. Osman uh, from the Somali Community Board and uh, speaking about regulations because he was clear that not all of their members are licensed. So what are the existing regulations as far as local spaza shops go? Well, uh, every municipality has got its bylaws uh, and that's another weakness because there's no a uh, provincial-wide, and uh, that's one of the things we are looking at. Uh, what are the gaps there? And these bylaws are not uh, standardized. Uh, but uh, they certainly require people to pay tax, to pay rates and taxes, to have uh, health and safety certificates. If you're selling alcohol, you must have a liquor license. Uh, so there are uh, rules, but those rules are not adhered to.